Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. And today we have two special guests, uh, my best friend Steve What's up, guys? <laughs> and his husband Matt. Hi. Yeah, so they've been married for how many years? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good response. Um, since 2019, we got married okay. um, like right before Christmas. Okay. Oh, wow. So that's, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, wait, but when did you guys meet? We, met, we actually met... Um, on Christmas uh-huh. in 2017, so right after the year we graduated. Oh, wow. We had our first date um, Christmas morning. Uh-huh. That's cute. Yeah. Damn, so that is a long time. Kind of like lesbian. Um, You guys moved quick, too, kind of yes. like lesbians. Mm-hmm. Pretty much <laughs> I asked them out, like, what, two weeks after? No, we... not two weeks. It was a week. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and if I remember correctly, it was probably less than seven days. Really? Oh yeah, and I had actually, um, I think I either texted Dyra and Stephanie, uh-huh. who's like another one of our friends. Uh-huh. Um, like, I remember. At, right after Matt, right uh-huh. after Matt asked me out. Uh huh. Yeah. I remember that. I remember. Um. So yeah, in this episode, we're just gonna be talking about um like their relationship, their gay relationship, and we kind of just want to learn more about like you guys and how it's like in the gay community, mm-hmm. and then um we'll talk a little bit about our experience in the lesbian community. Um, but yeah, we just want to know basically like the the differences or um the commonalities between the community because I feel like the community is so close yet we still don't know certain things mm-hmm. about you know male aspect. Right, exactly, and they don't have enough shows to 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 but show us. I feel like they have a lot of, but but they don't have the L word. Shows, they don't have the L word like for guys. Like they need something like that. No, I mean, do you? Feel do you, like you, you, you I mean, that? I feel like other than like mm-hmm. watching RuPaul's Drag Race and Legendary, mm-hmm. I'm not aware of a lot of other LGBTQ shows that yeah. represent us in the media. So right. I mean, if you guys have any. That we mm-hmm. can watch, I'd definitely be interested in yeah. learning more. I feel like there are movies. There's a lot of gay movies, but like mm-hmm. as of shows, I don't know. I think in like other countries, I've mm-hmm. noticed a lot on like Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Most of the LGBTQ content is in other languages. Uh-huh. So I think if we can have something in like the US, yeah, or maybe even in like the UK, yeah, that would be better representation. Right. Right. Um. But yeah. So you guys met. Wait. But you guys didn't tell me. How did y'all meet? Like on social media? Was uh, it in person? So yeah, we met on Tinder. Uh huh. Tinder. And I guess we matched, but we didn't pursue anything. Uh huh. And then we just added each other on Snapchat and all their social media. Uh huh. And then a few months went by, and we didn't really talk, and we would just like swipe up on each other's stories and uh-huh. just like talk about different things. And I guess that's when you know something sparked uh-huh yeah we met um we matched while i was still in college as a senior oh and okay. then we were like we would text every now and then and then it wasn't until um after i graduated 
that mm-hmm. um, we asked each other out on a date. Yeah. Why, why when you graduated? Was I don't, I don't know what it reason? was. No, I have no idea <laughs> he, what it he was. He was studious. He said, I need to make these grown-up moves. Yeah. You know, I, like the corniest thing they say is like the best things in life happen spontaneously oh, or that happen when you least expect them. Uh-huh. And it wasn't that I was pursuing a super serious relationship. It kind of just happened fluidly. And right. Yeah. I didn't even know that it would turn into a great marriage and even a better friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aw, I love that. Um, Add me in. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I want to know, like, how you guys, like, came out. Like, what's, like, your come out story? I'll let Matt go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, I came out probably, like, a few months after we started dating, mm-hmm. I want to say. And to... How old were you? I was 20. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! And <laughs> I was at the time living with my uncle and my uh, my aunt and my cousin, mm-hmm. and it was my little cousin's birthday. And I basically just asked one of my big cousins if I could bring a plus one, mm-hmm. and it was him. <laughs> and I didn't say anything at all, like that I was bringing a guy. Mm-hmm. So when he walked in, like everybody was just like, you know, like kind of shocked, but they like welcomed welcomed him so well, uh-huh. so warm. That's crazy. That's yeah, and then mm-hmm. to my other family, like my mom, my dad, mm-hmm. and my two sisters, I came out over text, mm-hmm. and to everybody else on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you have like any? Yeah, did you no. have like any issues coming yeah. out? So for the most part, everybody was like super. Um, you say like understanding. Yes, like mm-hmm. understanding, and they all accepted me. Mm-hmm. But my dad at first didn't really want to know anything about it like yeah. I, I literally texted him and he said i don't want to know anything else and stopped talking to me for like a month or two. Oh wow yeah and then i didn't i, I mean i no. was ready for that because i was like my i grew up very catholic and mm-hmm. i knew that not everybody would be accepting yeah um so yeah and then he out of nowhere like try to reach back mm-hmm. so i mean the relationship is not the same but yeah. We still talk to this thing. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Do you feel like it has to do with your culture because you're like Hispanic? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Colombian. A thousand percent, mm-hmm. yeah. And he still lives over there. And I guess like I was always closer to my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So I guess all of them really know. And I don't know how much of my dad's side of the family know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. What about you, Steve? So I came out when I was in college, same age, 20. Uh-huh. Um, it was my freshman year. I remember. Um, <laughs> and I came out to my friends first. I wasn't out to my family first. And I think a lot of people in the LGBTQ community um, do that. Um, and I think we can agree that, like, you don't just come out in once. You come Small out time. in stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think we still experience when we're coming out to new groups of people, right? So when you make a new friend, if Mm -hmm. they're not in a setting where you introduce like, oh, this is my girlfriend, Jojo, or this Uh is my husband, Mateo. Yeah. They're not going to know that you're necessarily identified that way. Right. So I came out in college and um, I was super nervous about it. So I like would just like throw it into like a a random conversation I was having with someone. He would. So I would be like walking down the trail with a friend coming back from class. And I'd be like, wow, that like accounting exam was so hard. Um, 
and I met this guy the other day and we started dating. And <laughs> Literally. Maybe we could get like lunch uh-huh. in like an hour after we unpack our books and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I would just like randomly throw it in there uh-huh. like that. And that's how I told a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I remember I was super nervous when I told Dyra and I don't know why because... You know, you're super accepting, but... I know, right? I think I was just nervous about, like, losing friends and losing family. Um, My parents, I both told them... I told my dad on the phone, um, and I told my mom in person. Mm -hmm. And I think I didn't cry when I told my friends, but Mm -hmm. every single family member I came out to, just because I was so scared of, like, losing that relationship with them, I, like just burst it out in tears before I can even like, like mother the words saying like uh-huh. like dad I'm gay. Yeah. Rick who's my brother I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Um and I actually have a brother who passed away and I mm-hmm. never got that chance to come out oh, with damn. him and we didn't have the best relationship. So I wonder if if I had that opportunity to like share with him who I truly was if if like mm-hmm. our relationship would have gotten better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It's crazy because um, the first person that I met in college was Steve. Yeah. Um, so we started in this program called the EOF program. And I know people probably are like, wow, like now Steve and I are like, they're both gay. Like, what, what is this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I met Steve, um, we started the EOF program and you basically had to come into college a little bit earlier um, to go through this program that was like really intense. And me and Steve were like sitting right next to each other. And then he was like, oh, do you mind just putting my iPad in your purse? I was carrying like this big ass Michael Kors bag. I don't know who I thought I was. And they made us do, they made us get up and dance. Yeah, they and made me, us do the wobble. Yeah, and me and Steve are like so awkward. And I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. I was, I've never heard of the song before. <laughs> never. And then we just had to dance. Yeah, and I, I consider myself, even though Dyra might disagree, like the biggest introvert when it comes to situations. I don't situations. think so. <laughs> So like, and I have like everyone knows I'm white. So I have mm-hmm. like two left feet, mm-hmm. and they're two big left. No, feet. No, you don't, so because dance. you know how to dance. I I'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then Steve Steve loves Spanish music, and like he speaks Spanish a little bit. So we just literally got we got along right off the me. way, right. <laughs> We got along right away. And then we were both both like in the business school. So we would have classes together and things like that. We were like in the same friend group. Yeah, we were RAs together. Yeah, we worked together. So we were literally always together. And he was the one who got me into coffee. So now I'm like an addict <laughs> because I never drank coffee Thank until you. I got to college. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when he told me, he was so scared. And he like... He came to my dorm room and I was like doing my hair and then he was like, I have to tell you guys something. And he was just like sitting on the floor looking down and I'm like, what? I'm like, are you sick? Like, <laughs> like what's going on? I was like, what's going on? And then he told us and we were like, oh, that's fine. Like, yeah, you were like, okay. Yeah. But we just, we never spotted it because you cut, you came off just very like, I don't know, Yeah. I guess straight. But I did have some ideas because I would try to hook him up with some girls and he was like, nah. Yeah, and I, I did. Nah. I mean, I did talk to girls <laughs> yeah. my, before I came out in college and uh-huh. even in high school. Like, I've had girlfriends before. Yeah. But I mean. I would always be like, but what's the problem, Steve? I feel like from the moment <laughs> I knew how to think, like, you, I could register my own thoughts. I knew I was gay. Like, yeah. I always found <laughs> men attractive uh-huh. whenever I had a girlfriend growing up. Um, you know, I probably did it just to project on my own insecurities mm-hmm. of not being comfortable coming out. But like, I I wasn't comfortable like holding hands with them. 
Yeah. Like I, I didn't have the same feelings that I had for them that I had with men, like mm-hmm. kissing them and doing other things was yeah. not yeah, interesting you're... or fun. Yeah. It you felt were like, like more of like something I had to do. <laughs> um. So yeah. When did you guys know? You said you always knew since like growing up. And what about you, Matt? Yeah. I think I knew when I was like, I want to say 10. Uh huh. Like it was always in the back of my mind. Uh huh. And growing up, like I said before, I was very Catholic. I mm-hmm. was in a Catholic school. So it was always seen as wrong mm-hmm. to be gay. So I always like tried to deny it. Mm-hmm. But I always knew that I was. So people were calling you gay? Y- yeah, actually, like before I even came out, uh-huh. um, I was bullied a lot for, for being too feminine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I guess others knew that mm-hmm. I was gay before I even had the courage to come right. out. Mm-hmm. And I guess I experienced more bullying before mm-hmm. I came out than after I came out. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. What about you, Steve? Yeah, I think I had a similar experience. I mean, before I even came out, like people would call me, um, you know, the typical slurs you hear about mm-hmm. gay people, the F word, mm-hmm. um, and just like that you're gay and stuff like that in high school and even before that um i had family members who who called me those mm-hmm. slurs before mm-hmm. before i even came out and i think that's what made me um mm-hmm. even more nervous because i thought that that type of bullying would just be projected even more on me right when i came out and i would be even in even mm-hmm. more uncomfortable situations yeah so yeah i feel like for girls it's like i don't know it's kind of so hard because there's so many like feminine gay girls now and there's like masculine ones so i feel like we didn't experience that much bullying when it came to like people calling us gay because you could really not tell like i just feel like and i don't know maybe i'm stereotype like being like saying a stereotype but i feel with guys sometimes you could tell when they're like a little bit younger yeah well i think like society (laughs) places this notion on men that like you have to be masculine presenting and if you're not masculine presenting then we're just going to automatically assume yeah, that, that you're, you're gay. gay. And there, there's nothing wrong with, with being with feminine, being yeah. feminine uh-huh. or being gay. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a lot of straight people out there who are feminine and, and probably are afraid to show right. that part of themselves yeah. because of how other people in the straight community act right. towards men who are feminine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, growing right. up, I always heard, like, talk like a man, hit like a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, so it was, like, very toxic because mm-hmm. I never really felt like super masculine when i was growing up yeah, yeah i went to a pool party once and we were like playing football in the pool and then um this girl's uncle was like oh he throws a football like a girl uh-huh. he must be like a pussy and i was just like i got out of the pool and i was just so uncomfortable for the rest of the day yeah oh wow that's trash yeah that's tragic i mean but it's crazy because you got a lot of girls who grow up as tomboys they do yeah but i feel like but like no one really thinks like oh well she's gonna be gay she's playing with the boys all the time like or they just think that that's like you know daddy's best friend yeah 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 daddy's little girl they just they're just into sports more Uh uh-huh like they're gonna be a sports girl yeah but no one assumes yeah did you experience issues with that jojo growing up nah i mean i was I, i grew up around boys i'm I have like three brothers, so mm-hmm. it was just regular for us. I, I wasn't allowed to do none of the like feminine things. I couldn't paint my nails or like Tragic. wear makeup, wear dresses. Yeah. Like my dad was not for that shit. But I don't think like people were weird about it. Like mm-hmm. why is she why is she so tomboy? Like, yeah, 
What is that? They're just like, oh, okay, that's cute. But what I do think that is different is like, so we were watching this show called The L Word, The Real L Word. And it was, yeah, and it was um, this gay couple getting married, right? It was two girls. And one of the moms had like such a problem with it. Like even the day of the wedding, she was like crying. And then she was talking to the other mom and she was like, well, like the difference is that like your, you know, your um, daughter she's she, she's she's been very masculine her whole life so you kind of knew but like our daughter is very feminine mm-hmm. so this like caught us off guard like we're mm-hmm. still like she's she was still in distraught that her daughter was getting married because she's so feminine she was like you need to be married to a man so i feel like when you're so feminine like i've always been like very feminine it does catch them off guard because they're like what like what what's going on like type shit like you've always you know enjoyed wearing dresses and i'm like that has nothing to do with anything you know that has nothing to do with anything and like when people say things like oh she's too pretty to be gay like that's also like another stereotype that that happens a lot but that's the same thing that people say about gay men like oh what? what oh my god yeah yeah you're gay like yeah yeah. okay Yeah. yeah That's why I'm gay. Because look at other men like this. Or you'll hear straight people trying to say like, oh, let me try to turn you. Right. Do Uh you guys get that? Because we, because you know the girls get it. You would be surprised. And I've seen a lot of um, gay guys on TikTok. And there's a lot of straight girls in the comments saying, oh, like, give me a chance. Let me pop that on you. Yeah. And like, I could definitely show you that you're not. Oh, my God. I have to go to these comments. Ew. That's no, crazy. I actually think that's hella thirsty. And skeevy. Like, I feel like that's... But, yeah, like, but girl, girls be in her comments. Men, but... but don't you hear that from men? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, that's... Uh, I feel like, in a way, even though we don't like it, it's expected. Yeah, because men. men are dogs. So. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> for women? Yeah, men are trash. Yeah. That's <laughs> thirsty. That's thirsty on their part. Yeah. Yeah, when I worked for MLA, I literally had a coworker that was... When I came out, like to her mm-hmm. she was like are you sure you're gay are you sure like she she kept just saying that and i was I like yes change yes, that yes. for you that's ridiculous you're not gonna change right. me really say or do is gonna change yeah. Me. yeah i had i had people at ramapo tell me like it's just a phase oh i remember yeah. that yeah that's so the, the newsflash people the phase <laughs> yeah. has not ended yeah because now you're married yeah tragic <laughs> so is there what like ever been like a or like that you could think of now a female that you was like damn i might consider it for you, bitch, I might consider it. Uh, no. Like, do you think that you think could so. turn people straight? No, because this is, like, how we were born. Right. Yeah. And I, I I, mean, I definitely know that there are beautiful women out there. Mm-hmm. I have two sitting right next to me. <laughs> but um, I don't think, like, I don't have a sexual attraction towards women. Mm-hmm. So I did want to know, like, what made you want to come out? Like, what was your, like... I guess, like, your last straw that you were like, I just need to come out already. Because I didn't come out till later in life, so. Yeah. I'm like a baby gay. So, for me, I guess, since I came out a few months after we started dating, uh, we would always go on dates. And mm-hmm. I would always, like, post on my story, like, little snippets of what I was doing, but never showed him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I got to the point where I was just like, I don't want to live this, like. Secret. Yeah, like, this, this secret. Like, mm-hmm. this is my life. And. I want everybody to to know what that I'm that I'm gay and mm-hmm. that I'm dating a guy, mm-hmm. and so I finally did it. Mm-hmm. And I used to give you like 
teddy bears and like little yeah. little gifts. Mm-hmm. So like he would and always was, have to bring yeah. them home and explain like he'd be like, "Oh my friend got always, me." Yeah. A... <laughs> I always I would have to make like excuses. Oh, I bought this for a friend, whatever. Yeah, and you would never say so if it was like a girl or a guy, right? Yeah, no, it's just a friend. Or like Matt would wake up at like six o'clock in the morning on yeah. a weekend to meet me in Manhattan. Yeah, like before oh, anyone woke up in the house, and like uh-huh, they were always you. wondering like. Where, where, yeah, who was he with? Yeah, we yeah. would always go on dates, like uh-huh. breakfast, dinners, mm-hmm. and I just never told anybody like yeah. what I was seeing. Yeah, because you used to hang out with your family a lot, so they were right. like, Matt's not normally hanging out with like yeah. friends. This yeah. was like new for everybody, mm-hmm. like even me. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like that's just like so annoying though and like hard to like go on these like dates and not be able to like kind of just talk about it with I like know. your family or your friends. Yeah. Like just literally living a double life. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the worst. Um, and I feel like people just don't get it. Yeah. That's something straight people will never understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And they make it like 10 times worse because we're so scared to come out in a lot of spaces. So mm-hmm. we're not mm-hmm. able to like show who we truly are. Right. Um, and then they just don't. I just feel like straight people just don't understand a lot because they haven't had to deal with. Like imagine you had to deal with coming out as straight to someone. Mm-hmm. If we were able to like actually like show them how that feels or like have them picture themselves in our own shoes even though 95 percent of them probably won't yeah that might help change the narrative a little bit Mm -hmm. like i feel like we're just we have so many things to consider like oh like if you're still living at home with your parents oh what if they kick me out Mm. you know like if they help you financially what if they just stop helping you financially You know, like, what if friends stop trying to be your friend because, like, now you're gay? Yeah, yeah. And if mm-hmm. you're if you get kicked out of your house and you have that that reaction from everyone, like, let's say, like, your friends also aren't okay with it, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, now I'm homeless, so it's like, where where can I sleep? <laughs> and mm-hmm. you, like, you might not have a job because you're in high school, mm-hmm. so it's not like you can just like rent an apartment because you're you're financially stable right that's like something that a lot of people in the lgbtq community struggle with is being financially stable so Mm -hmm. that's like a major barrier Mm -hmm. to coming out because if you can't support yourself and the people who support you stop supporting you it's like okay well what do i do now and then that just leads down Mm -hmm. a whole trail of issues with like depression anxiety Mm -hmm. yeah and it's a lot of stuff that we're not able to unpack um, in a healthy manner because a learning about lgbtq stuff mm-hmm. isn't normal or isn't it's considered not yeah, isn't uh-huh. considered the norm mm-hmm. and also talking about like mental health in a lot of cultures right um yeah. isn't normal either so mm-hmm. we're like dealing with the fact of being gay but then mm-hmm. also dealing with mental health issues and a whole bunch of other things and right. it's like how do I even begin to unpack this? Right. So I can mm-hmm. like start healing. Exactly. And then your mind just thinks of like the worst things. Oh, yeah. Like the worst case scenario is going to happen. Like everyone's going to cut you off. You're mm. going to have like no family, no yeah. friends, no nothing. I was prepared. I, oh, yeah. Like, like when I was developing my coming out, to, I had different situations planned. Uh-huh. I had a response. Like uh-huh. I feel like I had a paragraph typed into my head uh-huh. of a fight that I already created in the shower that morning. <laughs> with, this is how I'm going to respond if they get crazy on me. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely ready to call people out of my life. Yeah. yeah. They didn't accept me. Yeah. I feel like you have to be prepared to cut people off. Mm-hmm. Like you have to just be mentally prepared to yeah. just like literally never speak to them again. Yes. And that's hard. Cause like, you don't want to do that, but if they don't want to accept you, then what can you do? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like in my my instance, I, w- I was pretty lucky because 95% of everyone who I came out to took it pretty well. Mm-hmm. There, there were like a few people um, who didn't. So like, I don't have that experience mm-hmm. of, um, of a, like a, a bad coming out story and not having a supportive family or mm-hmm. supportive friend group. So I'm never going to know how it feels, but I know that I have friends who have gone through that. Right. So we definitely need to like work on how we can opening, like open up people's minds. So like that mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I agree for sure. I feel like it's just always something that we're going to have to deal with, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the world is becoming more accepting, but mm-hmm. it's still... A work in progress. It's, yeah. I mean, look at the laws but now. But people like, are I, also like, more comfortable with, with being hateful, mm-hmm. like, out loud. And, mm-hmm. and we've seen that in social media. We saw that in mm-hmm. the election when um, the former president was elected. Mm-hmm. And even when our... Our current president, Joe Biden, was running against the former president. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of hateful attacks against the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And we, we see today in the laws that, you know, Florida just passed the Don't Say Gay right. Bill. Mm-hmm. Ohio introduced the Don't Say Gay Bill. Tennessee introduced the marriage <laughs> bill so straight people can have their own um, <laughs> marriage outside of um, gay marriage, which was federally legalized. Uh-huh. And it's happening in so many states across the country it's cop- monkey see monkey do yeah monkeys are crazy it's like one step <laughs> forward and then kind of steps backwards yeah right crazy. literally literally that's what i always say i'm like we're literally moving back and it's like what are, back what are, are we time. doing what like what what are we doing to you please, please if you're out there please answer that question living our best life yeah <laughs> Because I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't care when straight people get married. I don't Nobody care cares. when I see characters on Disney kissing in yeah. kids' movies that are straight. Uh-huh. But once it's once it's a male couple or a female couple or a trans couple mm-hmm. or a non-binary couple, mm-hmm. suddenly there's like this huge issue with it. Yeah, the Karens come out and for sure. And this is not something that is like new. Like trans people, gay people have been here for years yeah yeah since the dawn of day yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> literally no we always ask that we always want to know like what is the problem mm-hmm. what is the real problem i mean it always goes back to religion which yeah. whatever we're not going to talk about that um but i did want to get into like the juicy stuff of like <laughs> she always want the juice y'all she like if you guys have ever like like dated women have you ever had sex with them no <laughs> <laughs> I try to date. Oh my god, we got gold stars in the room. <laughs> yeah, have you guys heard of that? Oh, what? A gold star? I have not, no. Oh, really? Explain. So, gold star is pretty much, well, in lesbian culture, it's a lesbian who's never messed with a man. Uh-huh. So, you guys never had sex with a man? Yeah, no. Never. I've never had sex with encounter. a woman. I've done like other things, uh-huh. but no. No penetration. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah, I think it will still be considered a gold star. Yeah. So are are the review gold stars? No. No. And <laughs> and how was that experience for you since you're in a woman to woman relationship? Ah, he he twisted. He did a uno right. reverse. Uno reverse. <laughs> like did that like clarify for you? Like okay, I'm lesbian. I mean, I I feel like I always knew, so it wasn't like a oh let me let me see if I'm really questioning my sexuality. Mm. No. Do you think you would ever do it again if the situation presented itself? I think I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, so in the last week community, like we have terms like gold star, um, like top bottoms, mm-hmm. and like you guys have those terms too, right? Yeah. yeah. So we want to know, like, there's some stereotypes, like, within the lesbian community with, like, pillow princess and touch me nots. Mm-hmm. So we could explain a little bit about that. So sure. a pillow princess. Have you ever heard of that? No. No. no? A pillow princess? <laughs> Never. I know you guys have talked about it in, in yeah. other videos. Yeah. But a pillow princess is basically a girl that, like, she receives, but she does nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she lazy. lays her pretty okay. little head on the pillow. On the pillow and just, yeah. Okay. And just sings out loud for you. literally and then a touch me not um is someone who um like they give but they don't receive and some some of them actually get pleasure from just giving and not receiving a thing yeah yeah apparently so i definitely feel like there's probably people out there like that in the in the gay male community but i've never heard of a term for yeah, no. for those situations, mm. and it just be, maybe I'm I'm I might be uneducated <laughs> on a lot of gay terms. No, there's no um, way. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't have anything. But then that. you guys have tops and bottoms too. Yeah, right? we have tops, bottoms. There's there's a whole bunch of different. So words I for... I just need to understand like what like top bottom means because for us it's like we we're switches, so we'll switch. Is that a term for you guys? Oh, yeah, so uh-huh. I guess if you first switch, it would be first. Oh. And then okay. and then there's like different forms of tops and bottoms. So you could be like a dominant top or a dominant bottom. Well, that's kind of weird. And a like, submissive top and a submissive bottom. How like the pillow princess and a touch me not is the same. It's kind of like that dominant submissive. So mm-hmm. the touch me not is just someone yes. who just has the dominant at all times. And the same thing like with a pillow princess, but... Mm. Yeah, and normally with those like 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 a, a dominant top definitely would not want mm. like any action happening like <laughs> yeah. with his behind. Really? Yeah, he so wouldn't... he wouldn't be considered a verse no. or a switch. No, if you consider yourself a top, mm-hmm. you're not verse because you don't you don't take it. You only give it. Mm-hmm. Well, what position is more desirable? You feel like, or is more like? Because I feel like for lesbians, it's always like somebody wants to be top. Somebody wants to be like you know the what? dominant. And in charge. If you're talking about desirable, then that definitely depends on the person. Because it's like, how are you sexually satisfied, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you say you say you guys are you switch, mm-hmm. so that's that's your preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like that's something you eventually grow into when you realize, okay, not everybody that you mess with is the same. Like, you're not you. I, I don't know. Like, you change over time. So that's like another big stigma in the gay community wow. is like when you start off dating. Um, like a, a toxic question that could be like the first thing after hello is are you a top or bottom? <laughs> and if you don't respond with the opposite of what that other person has, boom, blocked. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, and that's it. And then you don't even get to know them. Yeah. That's your sign. Really? A lot, a lot of the times when gay people meet, uh-huh. like you don't have that that like first date or your first date is having sex with them. Okay. That's not how me and Matt started out. Yeah. But for a lot of people, that's that's how it for like, is. Yeah, I feel yeah. like an, a stereotype that I've heard is like like gay guys sleep around a lot. Yeah. What do you think? I think there's a, there's a group of people who do, but there's also a large group of gay guys who don't, and yeah. we get we get a bad name put on us just because yeah. of that stereotype, and I think that's what mainly um, people who have issues with the gay community. Yeah. Or who are homophobic 
think of because they automatically sexualize us. Right. This is yeah. how I look at it. So straight people, they get to like date anybody in uh-huh. high school, elementary school. Uh-huh. Us as queer people, we don't get to, to do that because most of the times a lot of gay people are still in the closet uh-huh. or there's just not a lot of gay people that you would that you're attracted to uh-huh. if they're out. Yeah. So I guess having these apps like Grindr, Tinder, they're mostly like the the first interaction that a gay person has with another gay mm-hmm. person so i guess that's the stereotype that people have that yeah gay guys just sleep around mm-hmm. well you also don't like a lot of people come out like later in life so you don't get mm-hmm. to experience all those things like you said like right dating yeah. dating um your partner normally right. and experiencing all mm-hmm. those yeah. things so it's like you're playing like catch up times 10 years literally all, day, like, all a the few time days. uh-huh yep. And that's why I guess you have quick sex quicker because mm-hmm. it's just like you're just trying to get to know them and just yeah. Like, and there's not a lot of education out there about safe sex practices mm-hmm. and about HIV mm-hmm. and HIV prevention and how mm-hmm. it's safe to have sex with someone mm-hmm. who is HIV positive and yeah. they're undetectable. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it is safe. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So if you're mm-hmm. HIV positive mm-hmm. and you're undetectable, you can't transmit the disease to another person. Oh, okay. So that's also another big stigma around mm-hmm. pe- people with HIV because mm-hmm. once someone finds out their status, they might not be open to developing that relationship mm-hmm. further with them. Right. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Interesting. So on these apps like Grinder and stuff like that, do people have like a little bio and then they have like the top and bottoms like emoji some people just literally put their crotch as a picture and that's it and they just wait to like ah get yeah messages or there's no or picture and you could fill out like stats about yourself mm. so there's like weight yeah height ethnicity yep. like sexual preference of uh-huh. your top bottom verse if you're dominant or uh-huh. not and then like there's also these other terms of like uh-huh. different communities that you fall in so you mm. could be like a bear an otter a cub what is um, that a what twink that? <laughs> that's on these apps or just yeah that's on these apps but it's also like and what does it mean a bear so a bear is like a, a bigger, I would say like heftier guy. Oh, okay, who's okay. Hairy. Ah, okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be hairy, but yeah. bigger ah, guy. Okay. Like a bigger guy. Okay, like a big teddy bear. Yeah, and then oh, like a, cool. a twink is normally like a smaller, skinnier guy. Oh wow. Wow, yeah, that's are, new. Right. Y'all are advanced. <laughs> Do you guys have terms for like the different types of women in the community? Oh yeah, we have like studs, stems, femmes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's like butch and like chapstick lesbian, lipstick. Le- there's like so many terms. Oh, so that's it's, like kind of similar. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's just our own terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. That's crazy. So, relationships for y'all. Do y'all feel like that's different? For, like from lesbian relationships? So, how is lesbian relationships? <laughs> yeah, obsessive. Oh my God. It's just obsessive. Yeah. And then like they move in very quickly, like yeah. U Haul. That's what it's a, what's the joke? What's the joke? What what is the lesbian? What does a break? lesbian bring on the first date? Or is it the second date? No, it's the first date. Really? I'm pretty sure. Some shit like that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's the second date. But yeah, they bring a U-Haul. Oh my god. Which I did that. I, I rented I rented, <laughs> <laughs> I rented a U-Haul. You're like, Here are the keys to our new house, honey. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys the same way? I mean, I know um, for you guys, like, wait, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, we, we moved, I would say we moved quick in our relationship with like, um, Matt asking me out with only of us mm-hmm. actually knowing each other in person for a week, but yeah. we didn't move in together and get our own place 
for for a few years yeah Yeah. um but i know there are a lot of people who do move quick really for guys too yeah Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh and it's just because like you don't you don't have but like do the are the relationships like stable and long or is it just no (laughs) no i think there's a lot of unstable relationships okay so they just do everything and then they're like okay i'm tired yeah i think it's super similar oh my gosh (laughs) i feel like uh, like with you know, lesbian relationships, other than it being obsessive, it's super toxic, but bitches don't know how to leave. Mm. Like, they stay with each other, and they rather be toxic and still have the relationship, where I feel like guys be like, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready yeah. to find the next body, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, you guys, I feel like, are very cut, yeah. like, throw, and you're like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Goodbye. And girls are, like, more, like, soft, and they would really sit here and have a fucking three-hour conversation. <laughs> like, trying to work it out. Yeah, trying to work yeah. it out. Like, we're just very, like, more emotional. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I, I can be clingy. Oh, really? Do you think I'm clingy sometimes? <laughs> we're being mm. recorded. Like, in what way? <laughs> <laughs> we're being recorded. <laughs> like, in what way? Like, in our relationship. I don't think so. I don't know. I feel attached. we do our own thing and then yeah that's true we we just watch our shows whenever so Mm. (laughs) i did have a question about like have you guys ever like dated someone or hooked up with someone who's like considered straight Mm, no i have not (laughs) that's such a like a touchy subject because i mean you don't have to say detail i feel like no i feel like i've hooked up with people in college who like weren't out Mm-hmm. So they would say they're straight, but then, like, later on, I found out that they, like, came out. Oh, okay. That's good. But, I mean, there's probably situations where straight people do hook up with gay people because they're exploring their sexuality. Yeah. And then we're so quick to be like, oh, he's gay because he mm-hmm. hooked up with a guy. That's yeah. another term, DL. Like, yeah. down low. Yeah. Oh, okay, really? So, uh-huh. like, a lot of DL people are in those apps, and those are the people that don't really show their face. Mm. And, the, yeah, they won't send you a picture of their face. Or let you know, like, really anything about them, like their Instagram or yeah. anything, even if you're meeting up. So, yeah, like, they'll so send you a picture of, like, what their app looked like, what their dick looks like, or what their <laughs> ass looks like. And then you'll be like, okay, like, let's meet up at this location. But then that's all you do, have sex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then everybody just... And that's how you develop way. those, like, unhealthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you so get sad. right to it. Yeah. Damn. I mean, I was going to say that's, like, so unsafe. But, like, I feel like mm-hmm. for guys... Yeah, and that's, it's that's, still, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still unsafe, and and that's why like a lot of guys don't think like they think it's okay not to wear a condom because like oh I'm not in a straight relationship so like I can't get a guy pregnant. Yeah, or you can still get, get STDs. STDs. Mm-hmm. You can still get not STIs play yourself. Yeah, and a lot of other a lot of other health problems. Right, so. that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. No any other questions? Do you think um in the lesbian community mm-hmm. like sex moves fast or is that something that you like really have to work at? Girl, no. <laughs> it's like who's gonna make the first move? It's like okay. so ridiculous sometimes. I feel like emotionally, you know, we move fast, but physically it's kind of a hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like certain females have that confidence mm-hmm. where they can move physically fast, mm-hmm. but most times they don't. Yeah. So the whole sex aspect. It literally it like a girl could be with win. with someone for like three days and probably not even make a first move. I think we we were kind of similar because, uh-huh. and I think that's why like 
our relationship has worked out so well is because like we had our first date we didn't kiss on our first date like we took things very slow Mm -hmm. like we didn't have sex right away Mm -hmm. like we always like talked about things Mm -hmm. um and like made sure we were both on the same page i still remember where we had our first kiss ah do you know where we had our first kiss yeah at the Sikaka's parking yep, lot. Yeah, and the, really? at the train station. Uh-huh. I had um my car was getting fixed, so I was actually renting a car. Oh, so okay. it was in a Chevy Malibu. <laughs> 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 That's so funny because of the height difference. Yeah. So who made the first move? I think I did, right? I think so. <laughs> Matt made the first move in a yeah, Matt made the first move like asking me out in the relationship, but uh-huh. I think like the other stuff came from me. Oh yeah. You were like, oh, I'm older. Yeah, I was so ready like, for it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm and also, done. like, Stephen, I knew that he, like, dated other men before. Mm-hmm. And Stephen was basically, like, the very first man that I mm-hmm. dated. Mm-hmm. So I kind of let him take charge in, in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Steve was in charge. He was macho man. (laughs) (laughs) Question that I had was, how long are your dates? Are your dates like long dates? Are they like regular? Do they ever end? Are they like, is there an ending? Like, do y'all like, do y'all have like a date where like, oh yeah, sleepover and sleepover. So I don't, so like, I know how your first date went. Uh It was the date that lasted until today. Was she texting you (laughs) that day? I, I don't think no, no I, don't think I, I didn't I didn't um I wasn't even on my phone yeah and I didn't um direct it was like very spontaneous yeah. and you didn't um come out to me until oh yeah until jo- until you two were together uh-huh so oh, that's yeah. how I knew that Dyra uh-huh what how Dyra identified yeah until we were together like she met me or together no I think it was like after maybe after your first date yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh-huh <laughs> The one she was ready to boot me if I didn't pay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, our first day was on Christmas. So we met. I I had drove to um, Union City to pick up Matt. And then we went to um, Hoboken. Mm -hmm. We got coffee at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And then we just walked up and down the pier Mm -hmm. all morning. Mm -hmm. um, And then got breakfast at a diner. But since it was Christmas Day, we only had like so much time because we had to get back to our family. So I had to go to my dad's. And then I had to go back to... Oh, yeah, picked a holiday. Right. I know, and no one knew. Uh-huh. No one knew what we did that morning. Oh, really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, but then after that, That's so cute. Matt Matt slept over in my apartment one weekend, mm-hmm. and he was like, I, "I took him to the train station because when we first started dating, I would always take Matt. I would get on the train with him and take him into Times Square, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I would make sure he would get on his train back mm-hmm. to Brooklyn, and then I would go back to Jersey. Okay. Um." But he slept over for the first time and we were at the train station in Secaucus and he was like, Steve, I don't know um, the next time I'm going to be able to sleep over because like I can't just like keep leaving the house and not tell my family where I'm going. Uh So it was kind of like, you know. Yeah. But every single weekend after that point, there wasn't a weekend where Matt didn't sleep over. (laughs) And could you not? I think every day I got out of work. Um. I would get out of work at like five thirty, six o'clock if it wasn't tax season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just, I would drive right to Secaucus, hop on a train, and we would meet in the city. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we almost went on dates like seven days a week once we- In the once, city? Yeah, once we met. Oh, you got money. <laughs> in the city. Or, or Matt would um, take the train to Jersey, yeah. which was so long because it would take like two hours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. 
from Brooklyn to yeah, no, get Bro- for love. Brooklyn. Anything is just so far <laughs> to me. Girl. Yeah, but it, like once we started going on dates, they like never stopped. Yeah, oh, that's but they but, did stop. But yeah, yeah we uh-huh. since we lived so far apart, and like I had like a really demanding career, mm-hmm. like we weren't always able to hang out like for like forty eight hours straight. But right. on the weekend, we would spend the whole weekend together. Right. Yeah, so, like, we met kind of, like, the pandemic was kind of ending. Like, things were still closed. Clubs were closed. Bars were closed. So, I was still working from home. So, for us, we were able to hang out all day because I was working from home. Mm. Yeah. So, she would, like, come for, like, from Thursday. My commute was also two hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So, I would get out. I would work two doubles, like, two 16s. And then the one day, like, I would get out at 6 in the morning and drive straight to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you guys met on TikTok, right? Uh huh. So like, Dara, did you think when you downloaded TikTok, you were gonna meet no such a special person? (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. Like, first of all, I was one of those people that I didn't want anything to do with TikTok. I was like, guys, like we already have Instagram. Like, I was like, stop. Like, I'm not downloading for the longest to get me out. Yeah, I was like. Why are you always watching these little stupid dance yeah, videos? Yeah, yeah, right. And now I'm walking around the house singing them. Yeah, wow. literally, literally. I'm like addicted. But yeah, I was one of those people that was like, I'm not downloading this shit. And then I did because of the pandemic. And then I just fell into uh, like lesbian TikTok, of course, because the algorithm does not lie. Mm-mm. So it literally shows you things that you like. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw her TikTok and then I just started following her. She me. And I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. That's why I wasn't like making it like a big deal. It was kind of spontaneous how it was like with you guys. Yeah. So do you think like TikTok is an app where like people can where people yeah, date fu- a lot? It's funny because pe- people? people ask us all the time like, oh, like what dating apps? But I feel like TikTok could honestly work. TikTok was, and it was crazy because at that time, again, like, I guess COVID probably made it happen, but everybody was home. So everybody was on this app. But mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many girls were like, see, like finding each other on TikTok and then catching flights a week later. Wow. Yeah. Each other. Like, there, there was, there was, a, there was the like a trend. Oh my God. I wasn't part of that trend. That's crazy. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of people, a lot of girls, I don't know about guys, like got, got, I don't know, got gay. Like, I don't even know how you say it, but like a lot of girls, remember you sent me a TikTok where it was like a girl was like on LGBTQ TikTok and then the year later she was like dating uh-huh. a girl. I wasn't part of that. Uh, so I feel like, like a lot of people probably think that, but no, I was dating girls even before. I've heard I a lot her. of like high schoolers that like when they, with the, with the pandemic, when mm-hmm. they got out for the whatever break that Uh they had and then they never came back to school Mm -hmm. and then i guess that's when they explore their 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 sexuality sexuality. and it's probably just being comfortable with right right? that's the thing it's not like you you just don't get 26 watch a video uh and then boom you're gay right right exactly i don't know it's like tiktok gives you the confidence and you also Mm -hmm. just get educated and like and you see other people right like that i feel like it's easier now because again like when i was younger you didn't have that it was just like oh i didn't know that was a thing until i met someone else who was like yeah "Yeah, i like girls too Mm -hmm. right now you have that in the palm of your hand yeah on social media is just like we love women right we love men it's Mm -hmm. okay sis i think that's like one of the main reasons why i was scared Mm -hmm. coming out because like gay marriage wasn't a thing mm-hmm. when, when i was younger yeah um and like i didn't see anyone in my family who was like a man and man relationship or right. a woman and woman relationship right. or and i'm the only gay one that i know of in my family same so and so like i i didn't think that 
you know, mm-hmm. having a successful relationship with another man mm-hmm. was something that was possible just yeah. because I never saw it. So Right. And I'm it's sure, not presented enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure like TikTok and now that we have like mm-hmm. more more gay um, social media influencers and content creators yes. on yeah. YouTube. I think that's why kids today are so much more comfortable with yeah. right. coming I out. Love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we have this big community of a support system from people right. all over the world. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we love that. In this family meeting segment, we're only going to answer three, but we are going to make a follow-up video because we've gotten a lot of questions in, in the past few days. But we did want like you guys to like put your input as well okay. into some of these questions. So the first one is, should couples only talk about their issues with their partner and not ask others for advice um, about what to do? Hmm. I, guess it, I guess it depends on the topic, mm-hmm. what the issue is. Mm-hmm. Because there's some things that are personal within a couple that you wouldn't want like your parents or like anybody right. else to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess it depends on the topic. For yeah. Sure. I think it's like a good idea. Like um, you can get the experience from your friends. If it's a topic that, you know, that you and your partner are comfortable talking to other people about. Mm-hmm. But if it's like something super personable, that's when like a therapist would be super helpful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. What about you? Um, I don't know. I feel like you don't always want to tell all your business because you, because people mm-hmm. judge. Yes. Yeah, they start judging your relationship and and judge mm-hmm. the person that you're with, mm-hmm. the, because of what you're telling them. Especially yeah. if it's your family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's funny that someone asked asked this question because they're probably like, "Why are people asking us questions and not talking to their partner about it?" Mm-hmm. But we always say like, we're not professionals we're just giving you guys our input and Mm -hmm. what we do we were in that situation and we basically just put ourselves in like their shoes yeah and everyone's relationship is different right you're gonna do whatever you want at the end of the day so it is what it is all right and then the second question is should my partner being with guys before me bother me as much as it does no I don't think it should bother you. Yeah, I mean that's their past, and you. Yeah. 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 You met you met them and fell in love with them for yeah. for you for the reasons why you did. Mm-hmm. Um. So what they did in their past doesn't yeah necessarily influence your relationship. They're with you, so right. just focus on that. Yeah. yeah. Whoever they dated in the past, whoever like their whatever their body count is, mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter. But right. then again, if that's something you're not comfortable with like mm-hmm. we can't tell you to get that thought out of your head yeah. yeah so if you're not comfortable um being with someone who was with a man before then maybe that's a conversation you need to have when you first meet someone right so you both are on the same page exactly mm-hmm. yeah i mean would you guys be comfortable like let's say matt was with a bunch of girls before would you be like oh that's a red flag oh no not at all mm-hmm. i think um that also has to do with like a lot of like biphobia that people have because they think there's like more competition Uh um and stuff like that but i wouldn't have an issue yeah i mean it's funny because we talk about this all the time and people just say oh well we have our preferences which is fine but at the end of the day it is a little like i guess like discriminatory against someone just because um of their sexuality and it's kind of like the same thing with like transphobia too. Like it's it's a thing and it happens. So yeah, there's like a huge difference mm-hmm. between like um, preference and prejudice. Yes. Yeah. And I don't think people understand like the definition of those two words. Yeah. They don't. Like when people say, "I'm okay with gay people, but if they act like this, yeah, if they're too gay. If there's a but, you're just yeah. homophobic. Or just, when you come out yeah. to like a guy and they're like, okay, well, 
I'm okay with that, but just don't hit on me. Yeah. It's like, boy, I am not interested in you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what we talked about the other day. So that happens to you guys too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like guys be like, oh, you're, oh don't don't try it. Don't try anything. Oh, yeah, so normal. Really? Mm-hmm. That's tragic. It happened to me. Oh, my God, yeah. Girls be trying it. I feel like that's very normal for guys, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, also, like, like, the whole thing. I mean, I don't hear it as much now, but, like, growing up saying, like, no homo was a super <laughs> oh, big thing. God. Yo, that was so big. Yeah. It was so big. <laughs> everything, literally everything was no homo. Yeah. No homo. Or people would be saying, like, oh, that's so gay. Yeah, yeah. It's it still, was, I can mm-hmm. I still hear it a lot. Literally, I, they they would say, "Oh, I love you." No homo. Why do you need to? Yeah. yeah. Why can't Why can't you love someone? It was the it? worst yeah. trend. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Glad we moved past that. Um. Okay. So the last one is so me and this girl were getting to know each other for about a month, and we met up, and I thought everything was going great until she ghosted me. I check her social media page, and she already has a new girl. So how do I move on when she clearly already has? Interesting. I feel like in that case, you just have to. Because if she already, like, she didn't give you the benefit of the doubt of, like, saying something mm-hmm. that she wanted to maybe be with someone else. Mm-hmm. You just found out by yourself that she already had someone else. It's hard, mm-hmm. but you just got to do it. And you just got to realize that there's a lot of more people out there that you can have a relationship with yeah maybe there were like red flags that you saw when you were in the relationship where you could have saw like where where maybe you thought they were talking to someone else Mm -hmm. or they had like a friend that you really didn't know a lot about Mm -hmm. and that raised like a red flag but like once you're like in the heat of love and, mm-hmm. and passion and everything, like you don't necessarily think about it. So yeah, it it definitely sucks. It's happened mm-hmm. to no, it's happened to me. It's happened to Matt before. Yeah, I'm sure it's you it's just cowardly. Go emotions. To me, it's cowardly. Like I feel like the whole ghosting thing. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. Um, and I feel like people just need to be a little bit more honest. Yes, it's gonna hurt the person's feelings, but at the end of the day, it's gonna hurt them more when they go on your page and see that you go to them because, I mean, they got ghosted because like you have a new girl. Yeah, but maybe it's a good idea to like remove them from everything because oh, if you're absolutely. if you're seeing her with her mm-hmm. new girlfriend all the time, that's def- uh, a little reminder. It's definitely not gonna help. Right, I agree. I agree. What do you think? girl there's plenty of fish in the sea (laughs) yeah and clearly there's better ones right for sure it's it's not worth the stress yeah Mm -hmm. i agree so don't sweat it Mm -hmm. lock that hoe (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was the last one um this was fun uh was it as scary as you thought guys thought it was gonna be no no I was nervous at first. <laughs> but, like, getting through it, it was definitely yeah. easier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Diary, I told you like six times I was going to throw up. I know. I know. But, yeah. Invite us back whenever. Of course. Whenever we're welcome. Of course. Plug in your social media. What is your Instagram? If you got, if you guys even know it, because people don't be knowing oh their God. Instagram pages. So my Instagram <laughs> is at Professor SMM. Oh, yeah. He's a professor, too. <laughs> yeah. And then my TikTok is at Professor underscore SMM. And I think yours is... My Instagram is Matthew with double T and three H's. And my TikTok is the same, but with nine, seven at the end. Okay, mm. nice. And we'll plug those in too in the I description. I hope they're right, because last time somebody told us their Instagram and, and 
it was wrong. <laughs> We're going to add it to the description. Um, and if you guys ever have, like, any questions for them, I'm sure that, you know, they'll have, like, you know, their DMs open and stuff like that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm super open with that. Like, if anybody, like, has trouble with coming out, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm all, like, for helping people, mm-hmm. especially 100%. in the queer community. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for joining us. us. Um, And thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Bye.